we're back with another episode of Inside Sports Fantasy Football. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Inside Sports Fantasy Football, the Lakers fast break, Game Source, and Pop Culture Cosmos. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Pop Culture Cosmos, Game Source, The Lakers Fast Break, The Domination, Sports Nation, catch what they're doing every time out wherever you get your podcasts. So if you can support all that, like, share, subscribe, follow, and do all that funky stuff because this is an important weekend for football fans out there. It is sincerely appreciated. Well, thanks so much to everyone who's been watching and listening what we've been doing the past few weeks. It all comes down to this. Two teams will punch their ticket to the Super Bowl coming up in two weeks. And here today to discuss both games, plus the future of two Hall of Famers, two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, their future is in kind of doubt. So we'll talk about that coming up here in a bit. But here today to talk about the conference games and those two Hall of Famers are two great guests indeed. They're my co-hosts in crime. They're the guys behind the Domination Sports Nation. It is Chris and Dom Lardieri. And Dom, I will start with you first, my friend. Love what you guys are doing with the Domination Sports Nation. But I ask you now, my friend, are you psyched up for a great weekend of football? Although minus a New York Giants football team. <laughs> you know what? Looking back at it, I'm happy they made it this far. Um, obviously, I told my dad they were going to keep it close to get blown out by the Eagles, and it ended up being a not-so-close game, and the Eagles really ran all over them. And the giant killer, Boston Scott, scored a touchdown, of course, so I knew they were going to lose when he scored. And all around, just an awful game. I stopped watching after halftime, and my dad and I were just more frustrated than anything. But the future's bright, at least, for the Giants. You notice I went to you first just so I can get the shot in there with the New York Giants <laughs> on your deck. Chris, great to have you always here, my friend. They went farther than you expected them to. A good season to build upon for the future. It's now reality that there's competitiveness once again in New York football. Both the Giants and Jets have now a pretty good future to look forward to coming up in the NFL. Absolutely, and thanks for having us back, Gerald. Yeah, I mean, if you would have told me a year ago after Brian Dable and Joe Shane were hired that they'd win a playoff game and uh, inevitably lose to the number one seed in the NFC, I think you were crazy. So a lot of house money was played with this season. Uh, upsetting the Vikings in Minnesota was a nice win, and we'll take it. I mean, I know they've got a number of decisions to make with Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, a number of other free agents and cap casualties i'm sure so their work's cut out for them but uh look i'll I'll take this over where we stood a, a year ago as giants fans well now it comes to this for the best teams out there and i don't think anybody out there will disagree that these are for the best teams that are still playing left out there if you wanted to throw in the bills that would have been fine but they didn't get the job done when when given the opportunity at home against the Bengals, who got it out a great win on the road, and they're going to have to do it again because they're going into Arrowhead Stadium. Dom, I'm going to start with you first on the AFC Championship game coming up here on Sunday. It's going to be the 3.30 Pacific time game. 
it is the Bengals and Joe Burrow heading into Arrowhead Stadium, like I said, against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Your thoughts on Patrick Mahomes? Can, do you think he'll light it up one more time? Or do you think Joe Burrow will light that magic that took them to the Super Bowl last year? Do you think it's a run of destiny for the Cincinnati Bengals? Listen, I think everyone's on the Bengals hype train, and they have every right to. I mean, they went to Buffalo. They played their hearts out. They came with all the enthusiasm and the intensity, and they ended up blowing out the Bills, which really wasn't expected. Everyone thought that would be a close game, and Joe Burrow looked as awesome as ever, and now we have this Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow conversation. Are they in their own class as a quarterback or as quarterbacks of how good they are in the playoffs and just overall how good they are as players? But I really think the Chiefs have a better shot than everyone's saying at this game. Even Vegas isn't like the Chiefs as Mahomes is hobbled from getting hurt last week against the Jaguars. But I still think it's Patrick Mahomes. Come on. I mean, he has had so much success in the playoffs. He's been in the AFC Championship five straight times, if I'm not mistaken. And even on a hobbled ankle, I think the Chiefs have a chance in this game. And as good as the Bengals are going to have a game plan for, I think the Chiefs will show up in this game. And I think they're going to head to the Super Bowl. And I think they play well. I think they can contain Joe Burrow. And with how good the Bengals have been and how their tracker with the Chiefs, it'll be a tight one. But I really think the Chiefs have a better chance than everyone thinks in this game. Chris? It is the three words many athletes don't like to hear the most, the dreaded high ankle sprain for Patrick Mahomes going into this game. I think they're going to try and do whatever they can to ice it, freeze it, tape it, do whatever they can to nurse it to health. I think he can get by personally. I I think the, the Burrow hype train is real, but I also think that in a close game on the road, so many times like they've done in the past to ask them to do so again in another hostile environment is asking a whole lot your thoughts on the game this weekend they obviously have a very good chance to win in cincinnati but i'm sorry i think that even though he's hobbled i think mahomes at home will get it done yeah until mahomes is on the sideline in a park uh, you know ankle and a boot or whatever the case is i i've got to think the chiefs have a shot and look, the fact that the Bengals won meant that the Chiefs get to host the game in Arrowhead, not going to a neutral site in Atlanta, potentially. And then on top of that, Mahomes gets to play on grass and not synthetic turf, which could also help that ankle. I think, too, Vegas has had a field day with this, if anyone's looked at it. Uh, Chiefs Open, I believe, was two-and-a-half-point favorites. Swung all the way to a Bengals being a one-point favorite. Pick them yesterday, and now, apparently, with some optimism about that ankle, the Chiefs are a one-point favorite. So, evenly matched teams. I think what's going to make the difference here, besides Mahomes' health, is the fact that the Bengals have a banged-up offensive line, and do they have an answer for the beast Chris Jones Dom and I saw him in person the guy is a beast believe it or not and Frank Clark on the defensive line as the Chiefs pass rush goes so does their fortunes as far as I'm concerned because as we know Burrow has had a phenomenal run here but last year got knocked around a lot and in that first half the Chiefs did a good job of that in last year's AFC championship until frankly they gave that game back to the Bengals so uh, I think it's going to be a great game, but like both of you, you cannot count out the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, a quarterback, one ankle or two. If that's the case and Cincinnati rides the wave of destiny, Dom, I want to ask you this. I mean, I'm not trying to undersell Cincinnati in the slightest, but I know that the odds are still 
right out there for Kansas City in many ways. But I guess that hype train has been going so on so long now. It's now over a year, now over season since they made that original run all the way to the Super Bowl. As a team of destiny, you know, it's always that, what, that championship, that NBA finals, that Super Bowl, that World Series loser, that the next year they have that run that takes them all the way to the top. You've seen this before in sports, Dom. Do you think it actually come through this time around? I mean, it's possible. And with the way that the Bengals confuse Patrick Mahomes with their zone coverages, it's possible. And obviously Mahomes being hobbled, I, I could see it. I mean, the Bengals somehow have been Mahomes' kryptonite, and they've been the only team to get past them. And it, I wouldn't be surprised, especially with the two teams you have in the NFC who aren't incredible. I think the Bengals or the Chiefs have a great shot at winning the Super Bowl, but it does seem like that everyone, the Rams obviously had their Super Bowl hangover, not a great year, didn't even make the playoffs. And you have the Bengals now who didn't didn't win it last year, and they have a good chance now to avenge their loss. They do. It just seems like that in sports, Chris, that it's always the loser that's more motivated to come back and win. And we've seen that a very good 12-4 and four season that's capped off by a nice little playoff run here. But, man, two – Hostile environments in a row, first in the snow in Buffalo, and now you're asking to do the same thing essentially in Kansas City. That's a tall order. That's a tall order to ask for any team, much less the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, and if anyone can do it, it's Joe Burrow. I mean, look at the number of road playoff wins this young quarterback already has. Uh, Zach Taylor too. You got to give him some credit as well. So I don't think they'll be phased. Uh, they have they are what now three and zero again in, against the Chiefs in the last thirteen plus months here. So uh, if there's a team that could pull it off, I think it's the Bengals. I mean, Burrow's a, a really special quarterback. Doesn't get phased and. It was making the case to be either number two or one A behind Patrick Mahomes. I agree with you. I'm just very good quarterbacks, probably the best in the NFL right now, among the best at least. You want to throw a couple more in there, you can. But right now, they're two of the best that are going at it in this weekend. In Joe Burrow versus Patrick Mahomes, how much will that high ankle sprain really hurt? The offense for Kansas City will find out this Sunday at Arrowhead Stadium as KC hosts the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC Championship. So we'll really be excited to see what happens there. We'll be right back with more fantasy football. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Uh, so you would watch the Tomorrow War before the Matrix? Yes. If you forced me down, I was tied into a chair and I had to watch one thing, I would say The Matrix Resurrections. Really? Funny. Yeah, because of all the cutscenes, I could remember what a good movie was like. (laughs) (laughs) Well played, sir. Well played. Yes, that's the only reason for the flashbacks, to remind you what a good Matrix movie was. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Inside Sports Fantasy Football. We truly appreciate you watching and listening. The NFC Championship is this weekend as well with a very, very good battle. Very even matchup, in my opinion, as the 49ers head into Philly for a matchup against Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Want to hear your thoughts first off on this, Chris? I mean, the Eagles have had... uh, 
pretty much their way of things outside of the Jalen Hurts injury. They had a little bit of a hiccup there, but when they've been on and they've been somewhat healthy, they've been on the money all season. When it comes to the 49ers, that you know their quarterback issues aside, Brock Purdy as the last pick in the draft, Mr. Irrelevant. He is Mr. Irrelevant no more and taking this team on the way to a possible Super Bowl entry. Your thoughts on this game? I've already told you I'm on Team Purdy, hashtag Team Purdy. I'm not a 49ers fan per se, but I love the story of the kid last in the draft that no one thought had a chance now on the verge of taking his team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I've heard this mentioned other places, and it came to my mind too. It's reminiscent of Tom Brady. Now, look, I'm not going to say he's as great as Brady is or was, but Brady was coming, a seventh or a fifth. I I think he was seventh, but I believe that's back when the draft was a few rounds longer. Yes, so that's um, correct. And but just the fact that he was picked late, he got thrust into the position due to an injury, came out of nowhere. Um, I just think that. The 49ers do have a chance. I thought all along if there was a team that could beat the Eagles, it would be the Niners, albeit in Philadelphia. But that defense has really played well all year, and Purdy seems unfazed. And I I think the differentiating factor for the 49ers has been Christian McCaffrey. You saw it this past Sunday against the Cowboys. When they contained him, the 49ers had trouble scoring, kicking a lot of Robbie Gold field goals. And then once he got going and that clock started eating up, Cowboys were as good as done. So uh, even if the... Uh, the Philly tries to dare Purdy to throw. I think he's got enough weapons and George Kittle has been, you know, for fantasy football owners out there, guy came out of nowhere down the stretch and he's emerged as Purdy's favorite target. So I think he could be a difference maker on Sunday as well. With me, Purdy, you know, you don't see anything pop out when you see him play. You just see him making the right decision consistently. Doesn't have the greatest arm. Doesn't have the greatest speed doesn't uh you know depend himself on the run and he really doesn't have that rocket arm either but what he does is he makes the smart move he makes the right move and makes the the right pass each and every time out dom and when i see him again i'm not saying he's he has that long career ahead of him but could the magic end this weekend in philly it's possible, especially with how the Eagles' defense embarrassed Daniel Jones last week. I mean, obviously the 49ers have way more talent than that. I mean, they have the stacked offense that they really couldn't do anything with. I mean, Kyle Huszczyk, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, and Debo Samuel. I mean, they can line up whatever they want. They could put Debo Samuel in the backfield and put Christian McCaffrey at wide receiver. So I think that makes it tough for the Eagles' defense that – has been pretty good so far, but if I'm the Eagles defense, what I'm what my game plan would be this week is to dare Brock Purdy to make the plays. You saw the Cowboys defense do it last week. You want to make Brock Purdy get that pressure on him. He is Mr. Irrelevant for a reason. Obviously, he's in the perfect situation. He showed that he can make the right decisions at the right time, but I really think that if you're the Eagles, you really want to dare Purdy to make the plays and make him make a bad play and see what happens. My friend, I still think that Jalen Hurts, do you think he's going to be able to go ahead and be healthy enough to get this team to the Super Bowl? As we saw last week, I think he is. He, he showed no signs of having that injury affect him in the least. Now, I get the Giants are not as talented as the 49ers, but that team was rolling from the very first series and didn't stop the whole game. So 
Uh, I won't say he's at full strength, but I'll say that injury is definitely not hampering him. And on the flip side, they get the ground game going with Boston Scott, as Dom mentioned, and, and Miles Sanders, who really had a huge game. I think they could present a problem for that 49er defense, which you saw this past Sunday is once Pollard went out for the Cowboys, it's like their run game just completely deteriorated and the whole tone and momentum of the game changed. Interesting to see how the Eagles come out. Will they throw or will they try and pound the run and wear down this 49ers defense? I think that'll be an interesting subplot. And when it comes to playing in Philly, I don't know if anywhere, as far as the sports town, I would least like to go if I'm the opposition than in Philly. I mean, Dom, they threw snowballs at Santa in Philly. (laughs) I know they are some crazy people down there in Philly. I mean, I would say arguably they're up there with New York of how crazy they are. I mean, wild and drunk, obviously, if you want to go there. I mean, there's a lot of drunks at those games, but yeah, it's going to be tough and I really think it just these are two evenly matched teams. I'm really excited to see this matchup and how the Eagles handle it. And uh, this is a lot of pressure on Jalen Hurts too. Not only Brock Purdy, but Jalen Hurts on this playoff run. Obviously, he's been really good and he looked really good last week. But I just think when you're on the bandwagon and everyone's on this Bengals 49ers bandwagon, I think we could easily see a Chiefs Eagles Super Bowl. I think that we could see easily see that, you know, the momentum at least is on their side, but oh, I love that story, Chris. I love that story of hashtag team Purdy. I'm sorry. It's just those, those, you know, as someone who does not have a favorite NFL team anymore, I just watch the game in order for, you know, entertainment. Plus obviously for what we do here for the inside sports fantasy football It's just when every now and then a story like this comes around and you just can't help but root for that kid. Absolutely. It definitely is the feel-good story of the year. When Garoppolo went down, I think a lot of people wrote off the 49ers. I did. uh, I I mean, you know, I didn't didn't think they'd go this far, but it's a tremendous story. And, you know, we've got to give this guy his due. He's gotten a lot of crap over the years, especially for the – Falcons choking away a Super Bowl, but Kyle Shanahan really makes the most out of his quarterbacks. You know, we haven't seen that Trey Lance. system, man. That yep. system. He he knows what to do with his quarterbacks. Even Garoppolo, who you know, in the beginning of training camp was practicing by himself on a field on the side, comes back after Lance is injured for the year and looks like the old Jimmy G. He goes down. Purdy, Mister Relevant, comes in. So, uh, props to Shanahan. If there's a guy that can develop a scheme to outsmart the Eagles in hostile territory. I think it's Kyle Shanahan. Dom, I want to ask you this, though. Regardless of a win or loss, do you, who starts? Who starts at quarterback for San Francisco next season? It's tough because you trade up for Trey Lance. I feel like they're stuck with him, but I don't know. Obviously, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is their quarterback next year, but it's hard to say. I mean, if Brock Purdy leads this team to a Super Bowl, you can't bench him, right? You can't bench him for a guy that you gambled on in the first round of the NFL draft. So I think they're going to have a tough call on their hands in the offseason. They have to see this. And I say the best decision is just have a quarterback competition. Yeah, I mean, Purdy has looked good, but look at all his talent around him. I mean, Trey Lance, we haven't seen him for a full season. He's been hurt or he just hasn't had the opportunity yet. So I really think you need to give Trey Lance an opportunity and see what happens. And I love these good old quarterback competitions that lights a fire in one of them. And we see who the better one is. 
All I'm going to say is that if on the smallest of chances, Brock Purdy, Chris and Dom, leads this team to a Super Bowl victory and he's not the starter next season, that is absolutely mind-boggling nuts for me to just see that happen. That, that would just be so wrong on so many levels. Completely agree. Stay tuned. Could be fascinating television coming up here. Absolutely. Could be fascinating indeed. But there you have it. There's our preview of the championship games, both for the AFC and NFC. But before we head on out and before we get to the woof, 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 the doghouse, want to go ahead and talk about the possible ending, not so fairy tale ending for both Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Now, Aaron Rodgers has said he is open to returning to the Green Bay Packers. He's open to getting his contract restructured. All these things that he would have never said last season or the season before that, he is now saying now. So, Dom, I'll start with you first. Do you see a future for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? And if not, do you see a future for Aaron Rodgers in the NFL? I do see a future for Aaron Rodgers, and it's not with the Packers. It's with the New York Jets, I think. The Jets are completely desperate for a quarterback. I don't think they they could pursue Lamar Jackson, but I think Lamar Jackson will be a Raven next year. I say the Jets make this trade. The general manager already said he's willing to give up some first-round picks for Rodgers, and the Packers can easily just go into rebuild mode and get past their days of Aaron Rodgers and go to Jordan Love. That's what they want to do. So I think his days are done in Green Bay. I think he played his final game with the Green Bay Packers. Wow, absolutely. Some... uh... I don't know if that's too much out there. I think that's that's probably the way that they're leaning. Uh, but to see Aaron Rodgers go out like that, Chris, uh, we've seen it almost with all, every Hall of Fame quarterback. In fact, we're going to talk about another one that did not stay his entire tenure when so many thought th- that he would. We saw it with Joe Montana. We saw it with a couple others that are firmly entrenched in the Hall of Fame. It looks like Aaron Rodgers, uh, according to what Dom's saying and according to what others are saying as well, it could be done in Green Bay. Yeah, the uh, one-and-done head coach of the Denver Broncos, Nathaniel Hackett, is now the Jets' offensive coordinator. And I know this time last year, everyone seemed to think it was a done deal for Rodgers to get traded to Denver. didn't happen. So who knows if the Jets are hiring him to, to potentially lure Rodgers to the Meadowlands. Could be. Uh, another theory I've heard thrown out there is – Maybe he goes to Vegas to get reunited with Devontae Adams. Uh, give that one more run. But uh, regardless, I don't think he'll be with the Packers. I agree with Dom there. But it's going to have to be most likely an AFC team because I can't see the Packers trading within the conference. Absolutely. I couldn't uh, agree with you more on that. Just very astute. The last thing I want to do before we head to the doghouse is Tom Brady, the man himself. Uh, his marriage Whether or not you want to say it or don't say it, his marriage may have been caused by his decision to stay an active NFL player. Does he stay with the Buccaneers? Does he retire? Does he go somewhere else, Dom? Let me know. Uh, I think he's going to be a Las Vegas Raider. I think given that Josh McDaniels is still their head coach and I don't see him being with Tampa. I don't really see him going to San Francisco as the rumors were out there that he could go there with Brock Purdy, the man, probably getting that starting job. I would say the Raiders are his best option. I don't see Brady retiring if 
he wasn't going to go out losing in the divisional round last year. I don't see him going out losing in the wild card badly to the Dallas Cowboys. So I think he has one year left in him. And I think he goes to the Raiders, who another team desperate for a quarterback and searching for someone. And I think they get Tom Brady there. Do you think he's that much of an upgrade over Derek Carr? It's it's hard to say, especially with their offensive line being so bad and the fact that they still have Devontae Adams. I think they'll pay Josh Jacobs with the season he had. So it's not like he's not going to have a lot of people around him, but I don't know. It's hard to say with that. And I would say you're, you're not really getting a better player. It's an older Tom Brady who hasn't had much success, and he just really looked awful this past year. I, I didn't like what I see, saw out of him. Chris, any thoughts on possibly the end of the legend himself, Tom Brady? Yeah, I don't I don't think he retires. He's too dug in and stubborn and you know, with the divorce and everything, he probably wants to give it one more go. Um, Vegas does make Doesn't sense. need to worry about that now. Yeah, exactly. So uh, uh, financially, uh, uh, it's all his money, I guess, right? But uh, could see him going to Vegas with uh, reunite with Josh McDaniels, his offensive coordinator for many years in New England. But uh, I'll throw another one out there. Our old friend and former host here on inside sports, Charles Smith, big dolphins fan told me the other day, don't be surprised if he ends up in Miami, which almost happened a few years ago and got the dolphins in a little bit of trouble with the league. And, uh, he also thinks it could be possible that our, our other old friend, Rob Gronkowski could leave the booth again and maybe reunite with Brady down there in South beach. But we shall see. I have no idea where it'll be. I doubt it'll be the Jets, but I'll, I'll just say he'll be back and most likely not with Tampa. Man, going to Miami with that offensive line? Really? It'll be, be end of the, the uh, line for Brady one way or another, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. But before we head on out, <laughs> before we... Uh, Say our goodbyes. One last thing as we head out the door, the front door, we're looking over the lawn, making sure everything's going great. The, the lawnmowers to the side that you got to go ahead and now use because Mrs. is saying to mow the front lawn, but you'll do that after the championship games eventually. That's why they have now a two-week break in between the championship games and the, and the Super Bowl so everybody can get something done before then. But you head out past the lawnmower, you go across the lawn, there it is, upon the horizon, right there at the front yard. Woof, woof, woof. It's time for the doghouse. Thanks. Great to be back crossing the lawn this time of year. Oh, yeah, I agree. We'll mow it next weekend. But uh, two weeks ago, got the Giants right as a dog. So on a little bit of a mini winning streak again. Looking at the lines, as I mentioned earlier, this bengals Casey game is just insane. I mean going back and forth between the Chiefs and Bengals being favorites. And right now at Chiefs minus one, the game's essentially a pick em. I mean, you can't win a game by half a point in the NFL last I checked. So we're going to go back east and uh, the 49ers are only getting two and a half. You know me, I'd like the three or even the hook, but let's take it. I think if the 49ers don't win, I could see it being a close game. Vegas has been... Uh, eerily on the number a lot throughout this season. And uh, I, I could see something along the lines where there's a botched two point conversion, missed extra point, whatever the case is. And we see a two point game. Maybe the Niners lose by two, or maybe as Gerald and I have been leaning throughout this show, the 49ers just go in there and outright win and make it to the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy. So doghouse pick of the week is the Niners at plus two and a half. I'm hoping, my friend, I'm really hoping, not necessarily for the 49ers, but for 
Hashtag Team Purdy. It is for me. <laughs> yeah, and then too, just as as football fans and sports fans in general, we, we need to keep Philadelphia fans out of the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> One last shot. One last <laughs> While shot. I can. While you can. While you can, indeed. If you have any questions for us, always, you could just go ahead and hit us up. ISFantasyFootball at Yahoo.com or Inside Sports FF on Twitter. Plus also as well, you can get us through our sister networks, Pop Culture Cosmos, right over there, and also the Lakers Fast Break. Guys, any last thoughts before we head on out? Dom or Chris? I would say Joe Burrow could shock the world again and show why he's up in that contention with Patrick Mahomes. I wouldn't be shocked if the Bengals go into Arrowhead and just upset the Chiefs and outright even they could even blow him out. We don't know how Patrick Mahomes is going to be. And I mean, even when healthy Mahomes was confused by that Bengals defense and he was in the regular season in that AFC title game last year. So that's something to watch. Chris. Yeah. I'm going to go a little bit different route. Uh, Not sure if you've noticed, but Tony Romo has been especially awful this season and even worse in the playoffs. Uh, I, I guess the lone bright side is we won't have to, endure him after Sunday evening in Kansas city, but I don't know what's happened with that guy. He made a name for himself predicting plays and that was all novel and fun and good. But there are times where you feel for poor Jim Nance in the booth there with it. Oh, Jim and yelling and screaming and uh, Josh Allen. I'm still hearing Superman in my head, but uh, he says it over and over, but you know, on the flip side, Greg Olson at Fox, I, I think he's done a really nice job here in the playoffs. And I'm not just saying that because he's a fellow Jersey guy. And I went to high school with Kevin Burkhart and grew up with him. But I, I think Olsen had some, some great points during that 49ers Cowboys game. And I really like the work he's done this season. There you have it. I don't see a true upset either, which way with any of these games, because both these games have four great teams. When you get to this level, there is really no such thing as an upset. These four teams are really qualified to be there, and I'm looking for some great matchups. Super Bowl week, we'll go ahead and have a special episode there, but looking forward to going ahead and seeing what happens this weekend in the AFC NFC Championships. Chris and Dom, what you guys got cooking at Domination Sports Nation? Well, since we're not doing a show here next week, Dom, what do you think? Should we do our reinvented Pro Bowl preview episode? I think not. We'll recap the conference championship games preview the Super Bowl. Dom, uh, I defer to him. He's our basketball expert. He's got plenty to say of what he's been watching in the NBA and college so far. Dom, Chris, great to have you here. Great to be talking football with you on an awesome football weekend that I'm looking forward to. Hope you enjoy it as much as we do. And we'll see you next time in two weeks right here at Inside Sports Fantasy Football. <laughs>